how can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision, all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced. Hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. I'm a teacher, a toddler mom, and a serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and giving you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We're going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. I have a mindset shift to share with you that will change everything about the way you look at your business. This mindset shift is for those of us who tend to think of our businesses as a side hustle. It's something we do when we have time. Maybe we create products that we can use in our own classroom or that we can use in our own lives, but there's something holding you back from viewing your business as a business and viewing yourself as a business owner. The thing is that as teachers, we're used to having a paycheck. We're in a paycheck frame of mind. Every two weeks or every month or whenever you get paid, money is deposited into your bank account. It's likely the same amount of money in each paycheck. And so because of the nature of our jobs, the amount of work we put in doesn't determine the amount of money in our paycheck. Some nights we stay late, some nights we're the last car in the parking lot, some nights we stay up till midnight, one in the morning grading papers, some summers we spend a whole month or the entire summer in our classroom putting things together, but our paycheck remains the same, which is fine. A paycheck is great. I'm not knocking a paycheck, but you can't go into a business with a paycheck frame of mind because a business is entirely different. You, of course, aren't guaranteed a paycheck, but you're also not limited by a paycheck. In fact, the amount of money you can make with a business is unlimited. It's limited only by your commitment to grow your offerings, to learn, to get your products out into the world. If we try to run our business from a paycheck mindset, then we are constantly trying to guarantee ourselves a certain amount of money. We're working to get this amount that we have set in our minds, and that's actually limiting us in a big way. We're running our business from a place of fear. We're trying to make our business fit a mold. We spend our days just kind of hoping our business will pay us the amount we wish we could make, sort of like a paycheck would. So here's the shift. Just because a business doesn't bring you a guaranteed paycheck doesn't mean that you should build your business on hopes and wishes. You don't have to hope you'll make money in your business. That's the thing. You don't have to wish you would make money in your business. You simply need to be what you need to be to grow your business. You need to start being a business owner. Not someone who does this on the side, not someone who who looks at this as a side hustle, not someone who lists their products every once in a while and wishes people would find them and buy them. To kind of put this in perspective, I want you to picture in your mind a business owner who you think of as like a true boss, a true 
business owner. I think about Catherine. Catherine is an amazing woman. She owns our local co-working space. I talk about it all the time in my podcast and in the membership because I so admire her business model. And I love that she's a small business and I love her co-working space and everything about it. Uh, To me, Catherine is the epitome of a true boss, a true business owner. So she had just started this co-working space right before COVID hit. I think maybe a couple of months before COVID hit, uh, she had started this co-working space, which is, of course, you pay as a member to go and use the physical space and eat there and drink coffee. So it's a business that's really based in live community. It's a business that's based in getting together to work. And so when COVID hit, obviously that was devastating for her business. If she was in that paycheck frame of mind, she probably would have said, well, this is it. COVID hit. There's nothing I can do. I'm not going to get a paycheck. She would have given up. She would have shut down. It would have been really easy for her to do that. Not to say that it was that it's easy for any business to shut down during the times of COVID. I realize that some businesses had no choice, but I really admire the way that she didn't get down on the questions like, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to my business? Instead, she turned it around like a true boss, a true business owner. And she said to herself, what can I do to keep the money flowing through my business? How can I navigate these times? How can I change my business to meet the needs of my audience now? And that was a tough shift for all business owners, whether it's an online business owner or someone with a brick and mortar store, any kind of a business during that time. How do I navigate this time? How do I meet the needs of my audience if I still can? But Catherine, she put her hustle into high gear. She started advertising food to go. She All of her social media posts, all of her Facebook posts were beautiful photos of this delicious food that she would run out to you curbside. She started posting Insta stories where she showed how she would run out to your car with a mask on and with gloves and she, you know, wouldn't, she wouldn't lean into your car or anything. She showed the food arriving to your car, outside of your car, totally safe. She started holding networking events virtually. So she has actually, she just had a happy hour, a virtual happy hour. Uh, She started an online co-working space. So a membership where you could kind of go online to co-work, just all sorts of creative solutions. So instead of wishing or hoping that money would come her way, and instead of being stuck in that paycheck frame of mind, she knew she was still in control of the flow of the money through her business and that there was still opportunity to make money. And there was still opportunity not only to make money, but to serve the people she loves to serve. She knew she was in control and that she needed to take charge and be the boss that her business needed to be the leader that all the women in her co-working space who are also small business owners needed. They still needed the connection during that time. They still needed a way to get together and support one another in business. So she was the boss of all businesses by continuing to be a leader during that time and taking charge. And she thought outside the box. She worked hard. I'm sure it wasn't what she envisioned for the first year of her business, but she listened to her audience and she was in control of that outcome. 
the outcome was not in control of her. So to create a business where there is flow of money in and out of the business, where you are in control of that flow, you have to really think about how you can set up a business that has multiple layers to it so that your business is not relying on one stream of income. And if that one stream of income breaks down, you have no other choice. You have no other way to bring money into your business. You want to set it up so that there are several ways that money is coming into your business. You want to have, and we call that multiple streams of income. So for some of you who are just starting out your online business, you're like, well, I'm this is overwhelming. I'm just trying to get one stream of income down. I'm just trying to get any stream of income down. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. What's important about getting into the boss mindset or the business owner mindset is having a vision for the long term and seeing that big picture. So don't panic. We're just figuring out the possibilities for your business. Where could your business be headed? That's what we're going to kind of think through in this episode. Now, having multiple streams of income means that in your business, the money is flowing in from more than one place and that you have control over how much money comes in that you are truly working to maximize your own potential in the online space. And so you set up several layers of your offerings that all fit together to create this giant puzzle that is your business. So I want to go through and share with you the different layers to my business, kind of peel back the layers and show you what's happening behind the scenes in my business so that you understand some of the options you have for adding multiple streams of income to your own business. I technically started this this particular part of my business. I, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I've had a business for a long time, since at least 2012. But I technically started this online business in April 2019. And so in the one year-ish time that I've been here, I've added several layers to my business over that time. So I have six major areas or layers to my business, six places income is flowing into my business. And this way, my business eggs are not all in one basket. And I have a lot of different offerings to meet the needs of my audience. Because my audience, they have all different needs, right? They don't all need the same thing from me. So I have different sort of levels of service. I'm going to explain these layers and how they work together. And I want to tell you that I did get a lot done in a year. So you don't need to feel like you need to have six layers of your business together if, you're, if you've been at this a year. Um, I really busted my butt because I knew that I wanted to have a baby. So I put it in high gear um, and I really tried to stay focused on my main offer, but I did I did branch out a bit. So I do have these uh, streams of income in place and I'm really proud of what I've done, but I don't want you to feel like I would ever brag or come on here and try to tell you how much I've done. I'm just trying to give you the big picture vision of what could be for your business and for you. So I always kind of had this vision that I would get to this place. I didn't know I would get here this quickly, but I always knew that I wanted my business to get to this place where I had multiple offerings. But I started out with just the one stream of income, just like all of you will or all of you have. 
And then I added in one layer at a time. And I waited until I was ready to add those layers in. And I waited until my audience was ready for me to add those layers in. And so this happened over a year. But like I said, that was very quick. It could happen to you over several years. It doesn't need to be that. It doesn't need to be hurried. I would definitely encourage you to stick to your main offer until it is really running the way you want it to. And the layers of your business, the streams of income you have coming in may look like mine or they may look totally different depending on your skills and your interests. But I'm thinking that hearing about my different pieces of my business will inspire you to think about your business and the unlimited potential that there is for impact and income. So if we're getting technical, the very first layer of my business probably started back in 2012. And honestly, I'm very embarrassed to tell you about this, but that's when I opened my Teachers Pay Teachers store. I don't love talking about my Teachers Pay Teachers store. I'm not going to send you the link. I'm not going to send you there. I am not proud of the way that I did not treat my TPT store like a business. And honestly, I still don't think of my TPT store as my business. It's not a mainstream of income, but it is one way that income is still coming in in my online business. So I want to make sure to tell you about it, especially because many of you are selling on TPT. Uh, It is one very passive stream of income for me, which is pretty cool. So I'm going to tell you about that a little bit. If you've listened to me talk before, you know the reason why I don't love creating for Teachers Pay Teachers is because although I love coming up with ideas, I do not love the design piece. It takes me a long time to move the pieces around on the page to get it looking just right. If I could hire somebody out, and I think that I will at some point hire someone out to take my ideas and turn them into something pretty, great. But I don't like to spend my time like tinkering with... um, PowerPoint, the way some of you all do so wonderfully. I'll hire one of you to do it for me. Uh, But anyway, that's my TPT story. And when I started it in 2012, I literally thought almost nothing of it. I truly only listed a couple of things that I made for my own classroom. And then over time, I added a little bit here and there. I started taking it seriously or, or seriously experimenting with it, I should say, around 2018 when I tried to uh, really apply my marketing strategies from local businesses to my TPT store because I wanted to see if they worked. And they did. So I have 40-something products. And uh, from those 40-something products, I am currently still making around four figures a month and I literally do not touch it. I I shouldn't say I don't touch it. I probably made a product. I made a couple products last year at the beginning of the year, maybe. But I, I really don't put a ton of time or effort into it. Again, I don't say that to brag. I say that because what I did spend some time on was optimizing my store. I did make sure that I recreated covers. I reorganized my store. I tested out my strategies, like I said, tested out my strategies on my titles and descriptions. Um, But I did all of that. I really use my TPT store as like an experiment uh, to help research for my members that are TPT sellers so that I can help them out. And that really made a huge difference. I was able to take some old products, kind of turn them around, make them a little better, improve them, improve the titles and descriptions. I did put some pins up and that really kept the income coming for me. Not every month is that great, but if you average it out, that's kind of where I am with Teachers Pay Teachers. And the cool part about it is that, like I said, I don't touch it. 
I don't do anything to it. So imagine if I did. Imagine if I put all this effort into marketing for my Teachers Pay Teacher store, uh, what a big difference that could make. It's a very passive layer of my business because I spent time building it very slowly from 2012 to 2000, early 2019. Um, the work that I put in building it is now paying off. I know that every time, every back to school season, I'm going to have this great income coming in that I didn't really have to think much about. It's just there. Um, when I have, I have some seasonal products in there and I know when that time comes around, I'm going to have a nice income coming in from that. And I didn't have to go back and do much about it. So I want, I tell you all of that. I peel back the curtain on my TPT store to say that teachers pay teachers. If you love it, if you're into creating digital products, if you put the effort into optimizing your store, and then on top of that, if you put the effort into marketing your products, it can be a nice stream of passive income. And that might be your main form of passive income. For me, it's not. If it were, I would be putting all of my marketing efforts into that. Uh, the cool thing about it is you can start to kind of even pull back from the marketing and focus on your products. And the more quality products you have, the more sales you're going to make. So whether you're working on marketing or you're working on creating your products, you're working on building out that passive income stream, which is an amazing way to make money online. The next layer of my business is the main offer that I have. And this is the one that I put the most effort into, the most time. It's my baby. You know, it's my Teacher Hustle University membership. This membership supports teachers that have an online business like Teachers Pay Teachers, or maybe they have a course or they have a membership or they have a service-based business or they uh, do consulting or coaching or tutoring. They have some sort of online business and I help them build a foundation in marketing so that they can make more money in that online business. So this is one of my less expensive offerings, but it brings money in each month and I put work into it each month. It's the most amount of work, like I said, that I put into my business is in this layer because it's my main offering. It's the thing that I'm focused on for you. That might be teachers pay teachers or a physical product or a subscription box or something like that. For me, it's my membership. Uh, it includes my signature training, which is five modules of content that took me the longest time to build up, and it helps teachers build that online business that makes a consistent income. I also spend time each month coaching my members inside the membership. We have two times a month coaching calls. So I also get in the Facebook group and answer questions. I create templates for them. I create bonus trainings. I update the existing trainings that are in the framework. So the membership is a growing resource. It's where I put in all of my newest thinking, all of my newest tips and tricks. I spend a lot of time nurturing that community because I'm really proud of them and I really want them to have some wins in the online space. I really put most of my focus here. I launched the membership or in other words, I open the doors to the membership three or four times a year. And I also have an evergreen funnel running with the membership, which means that you've probably seen this running. I have a free masterclass. If you join that free masterclass, you get a special invitation to join the membership, but that expires about a week after you watch the masterclass. So you can get in when it's not doors open, but you have to kind of go through that route. And 
the members can pay annually or they can pay for a lifetime membership or they can pay monthly. And most members stay in the membership because it grows with their business. It has it has materials and resources for the new teacher business owner and for the advanced and growing teacher business owner. But sometimes the members need something a little more specific than what I'm offering in the membership in terms of setting up their online business. So what happened was when I really got into the membership and I really started listening to my members, I noticed that they expressed some interest in learning more about a couple of areas that I happened to love talking about. And so when you get into your main offer, whatever that is, your Teachers Pay Teacher store, your subscription box, your physical product, a course, a membership, and you start talking to the people who are buying from you because you've got good marketing strategy and you are talking to the people who are buying from you, you're going to notice that they'll start to ask you for what they need. They'll come to you looking for help. And that's when you know you've really made it in business, right? Because you can respond to their needs. And so my members started asking me about email marketing constantly. We do go over email marketing inside the membership and it's enough to get them started, but not enough to overwhelm them. I didn't want to overwhelm them, but really, truly, some of them wanted to dive deeper. They wanted to learn different strategies and more advanced strategies around email marketing. So I decided when I was ready, when I felt the membership was really in a place, a really good place where it didn't need me quite as much, I spent some time creating a course. Of course, I was, I think, eight months pregnant when I decided to do this. That was brilliant. But anyway, I created a course as an offshoot of the membership. So it's more specific than how I what I get into with the membership. And it helps teachers implement email marketing. It's called the Engage with Email course and Vault. It's the second layer. Um, if you count TPT as my part of my business, I guess it's really like the third layer. This email marketing course goes into depth in how to write a newsletter, how to create a lead magnet, how to write a sales page, how to run a challenge, things like that, create a quiz. It comes with plug and play templates for teachers who are stuck on what to write in their emails. And I launched that course three times a year. This year, I'm going to try a workshop to go along with the launch for the email course. Um, And the email course also has an affiliate program attached, which means that the people who join the course can sign up to get a unique link to share with their followers if they liked the course. And then if the followers purchase from that link, they're paid part of the profit. I decided to do this because I know that those who are in the course will want to share it if they loved it. And I wanted a way for them to get paid for doing that. I know they're working really hard and I wanted to be able to add to their income streams as well. Now, as I'm talking about some of these layers of my business that require more of my time than others, notice that I really said that the membership takes the most of my time. There's no way I was going to add another layer of my business that would take me away from my membership. That's just part of my value system. I I set up a membership. Um, I believe it has the ability to transform someone's business. And I feel a sense of personal responsibility and mission for spending the majority of my time coaching there. So no layer of my business will ever take away from my main thing, which is my membership. That's why the Engage with Email course is perfect. It's a course in vault. So it's video trainings, light, easy video trainings and templates. 
That worked for me because it doesn't take my time away from the membership. It's built. It's there. People can buy it. They they have lifetime access. They can use it when they need to. They can refer back to it almost like having a book, owning a book. They have templates they can plug and play. Once in a while, I go in and update things or add things. If I create something, I add it in. So it only grows, but it doesn't require a ton of my time. Uh, and on their end, it doesn't require a ton of their time either. So you have to make sure that the layers of your business fit together in that way, like that puzzle. I knew I wanted to add in one more layer. This layer is something that my members and also people who are not members have been asking me for for a long time and something I was absolutely dying to talk to them about because it's really my favorite topic besides email marketing to talk about, which is uh, launching your own online course or membership. So when I thought about how I would teach this topic, I came up with a layer for my business that I am obsessed with. I opened a group coaching program for teachers launching a course or membership. Since so many people had been asking for help with this, and I didn't want to create another course because I think there are already plenty. In fact, I know there are already plenty of courses about how to create a course or how to create a membership, and I didn't want to give them just another another course or more information. When I really listened into what my audience was asking me for, they weren't asking me for more information about how to start a course or membership. They were looking for support, accountability, training, implementation, how would it look for their specific case. So I decided I wanted to create a layer of my business that was very high touch, almost like one-on-one coaching, but more like a small, a very like tight-knit college course with trainings, but also homework and feedback and really like individualized advice and group coaching calls where they could rely on one another and we could kind of celebrate each other and talk through any struggles the group was having. So I wanted it to be like one-on-one coaching, but with a group. And so I created this group program. I have to say I'm almost more excited about it than I was about the membership when I launched that. I I just absolutely love the way it's turning out and I have all kinds of ideas to keep it fun and interesting And so there's going to be all sorts of things happening inside the group coaching that um, are just going to be really, really cool and make it feel like uh, a 12-week, a true 12-week coaching program. It's going to be intense. At the end of the program, the people who are participating are actually going to launch their product. We're going to do that together. And so there's no choice. Like you're, you're launching at the end of this thing and we'll be right there by your side. And so what I did was when I came up with this idea, I opened it by application only. And it filled within a day from my Teacher Hustle University members. I think I put it on my Instagram page or I sent it out to a couple people on Instagram that had expressed interest or had kind of asked me about this topic. But I really uh, only accepted a limited amount of people to this because I wanted to be able to give them that individualized feedback and that high touch coaching. And I didn't want the group to be too big. But it was really popular. It filled. And then on top of that, I also had a waiting list. So I'm going to open that again in the spring. 
I mean, I launched that one as long as everything goes as planned two times a year. And so I'm really excited about the potential of this program to help teachers launch their knowledge products. I never knew when I started this journey that that was going to be part of my business model, but it's something I kind of a layer of my business that I kind of grew into. It's a topic I ended up really loving talking about and a topic the members wanted to know more about. So it became a layer of my business. And it does require more time of me. But again, it won't take away from the membership. And it's a 12 week intensive. So I'm going to be putting more time in during that time, specifically. Um, But it doesn't take a lot of effort to launch. It just kind of fills when I put the when I open the applications. And so hopefully that'll continue to go that way. So you can kind of see how the different layers work together so that they're launching at different times and not taking up too much of your time at once. Now, the last layer of my business requires the most amount of time for money, direct like time to money relationship. And it's also the highest price offer I have. And that's the service part of my business. So adding a service into your business is a wonderful way to add another stream of income because it can be really quick. You can turn around and get um, serving someone in your business in a day. Adding a service is so simple. You could use your skills and your talents that you have as a teacher to maybe coach another teacher through something or offer your services to a teacher. For example, if you like to pin on Pinterest, you could offer your services to a teacherpreneur, you could say, or to a teacher seller. um, I'll, you know, I'll create 10 pins for you and schedule them out and then they would pay you to do that. In my case, I love to talk about business strategy, obviously, and launch strategy. So for the service layer of my business, I offer one-to-one business coaching, and I also offer launch strategy coaching, Um, but I don't offer that just to teachers. I also work with other entrepreneurs on that. Right now, I'm working with an artist to... uh, She actually... She actually helps other artists and designers launch their courses and memberships. She's pretty amazing. And so I'm helping her support her members through their launches and talking launch strategy with them. I also happen to fall in love with Kajabi. So I am also doing some service around Kajabi where I set up, I help entrepreneurs get started inside Kajabi and I set up their entire business with launch strategy and copy. Um, That, again, takes a ton of my time. So I only accept a few people and it's a much higher price point. You could do the same thing. Just remember that a service is directly trading your time for money. So you want to make sure you're valuing your time and getting paid for the amount of time you're putting in. And then there are two, did I go beyond six? There are two other smaller layers to my business that take almost no time at all. Just like teachers pay teachers, they're pretty passive. The money just kind of comes in from them. Um, And they would also be very easy for you to add into your own business model. The first is affiliate sales. I partnered up with a few companies that I really love that go along with my brand that I know my audience would also love. And these companies pay a percentage of the profit when one of my followers purchases from my unique link. So some of the software companies I'm an affiliate for are Kajabi. You've probably heard me talk about them. ConvertKit, Tailwind, Bluehost, a few other software programs that I recommend inside my membership. And when one of the members purchases these programs, I get that small percentage. So 
There's an entire episode for you coming up. It'll be the third episode that's released for the second season. And that episode goes through how to start affiliate marketing. You can start that today. You can start recommending products. If you even have one follower, you have somebody to influence and you can recommend the product to them. Erica Terry from Classroom to CEO is coming on to explain to us how we can get started with affiliate marketing. So if that sounds like something you're interested in adding as a layer of your business, definitely listen to the next episode. And then the very last layer of my business is the other random digital products. Like I have just a bunch of random digital products for sale. It's like my version of Teachers Pay Teachers, I guess, but they are just smaller digital offerings. Um, I don't launch them. I just have them up for sale. Sometimes I'll put them on sale like for Black Friday or something like that. One is the email marketing toolkit. It's a PDF download, kind of like an ebook. And the other is a virtual event mini course on how to hold your own workshop or mini course, an, an online event. And so I know that all of those layers sound like a lot. But what I want you to do is take out a piece of paper and brainstorm the different layers that you could potentially have in your business and map out how they fit across a calendar year. So maybe you have a TPT store and you are also going to launch a mini course or you have a TPT store and you also do affiliate marketing and maybe down the road you want to launch a membership or, you know, maybe you have a membership and down the road you might want to do some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you have a TPT store and you want to add in a service layer where you help teacherpreneurs turn their PDFs into Google Slides. However you want to kind of map out the layers of your business, do that. Launch your products, though, at different times throughout the year. So even if you have TPT products, you should be launching them and you should be planning that out across the year so that not a ton of your time is being taken up at once from one layer of your business. Spread it out across the calendar year so that your time is also spread out, especially if you're still a full-time teacher. You want to really make sure you spread this stuff out. The idea is to think outside the box about where the money is coming from, how the money is flowing into your business so that you're never relying on just one stream of income. So I asked my Teacher Hustle Podcast Facebook group this question. I asked them if hearing about other teachers' income motivates you or intimidates you. And I honestly didn't even want to do this episode because I didn't want to talk about the different layers of my business and the opportunities I've been provided through those layers of business because I didn't want to feel like I was bragging. And so that's kind of why I asked them that question. And the results were honestly split. A lot of people wanted to hear about the money and the income streams because they felt it was motivating. And a lot of people were like, nope, I don't want to hear about it. I want to do my own thing. It distracts me and it makes me feel um, intimidated. So I debated about this. I debated about sharing my story on the different layers of my business and how they fit together to create the income that I wanted. I hate talking about myself. I hate talking about money. So please know that I am sharing this with you to show all the different ways you can bring income into your business, but it was not easy. It did not happen overnight. It did not happen easily. I didn't just like sit back and let these things happen. I've worked my tail off late nights, 
I'd say early mornings, but I don't really get up early in the morning, but lots of late nights, um, constantly working during nap times. So you know that about me. If you've listened to the podcast before, if you've seen anything I've done online, you know how much time goes into this, but I do want you to know that it is possible and the work that you put in up front does pay off. So when I started this business in April 2019, my vision board had literally just one item on it. And you probably already know what that is if you've listened to me. I wanted to convince my husband to have a third baby. We were kind of in talks about it. We had enough money. We just didn't have extra money. We were paying most of our money to daycare. We were paying for diapers and all the costs that come with having kids. So having another kid felt like, yeah, we could do it, but it's going to stretch us really thin. And what hit me was like, oh my gosh, we are making a decision about creating a life based on our stretched finances. And I was like, no, I'm not having that. I, I'm i not going to uh, think to myself, no, I can't have a third child because we can't afford it right now. So that's when it hit me that I needed to go out and be a business owner and that I needed to create the money and financial freedom that I was looking for. And that's what motivated me through this whole year. And that's why I stayed up late. That's how I stayed up late after working all day and uh, hanging with my kids and getting them dinner and getting them to bed. I went to school with red eyes, super tired when I was first creating this course. Um, At the time, I, I call him calling it a course, but it was my membership. But at the time, it was really course videos that ended up being the membership. But anyway, I set out to create that financial freedom and I was motivated by this idea that I wanted to contribute to our finances and give us just extra, just a little bit extra. And so the very first thing I did was start to make my to-do list. My to-do list was full of all the things I had to get done in my business. But I very quickly realized that my to-do list wasn't the thing that was going to get me to that goal. What was going to get me to my goal was not getting those things done. I could get those things done. I could tackle those things. It was not about making my vision board or even like knowing what I wanted out of the business. It It was about stepping out of that paycheck frame of mind, that frame of mind that I only deserve this much no matter how much work I do, and stepping into the role of the leader of a business, but also keeping my values. I think that's a really important part. I mean, you're going to hear a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs in the online world will tell you, you can make this much money, you can make all kinds of impact, but if you don't hang on to your values, if you're not putting service first, It's not going to work out for very long. So I wanted to step into the role of a leader, but also keep my values and put service first and keep service first and keep my mission on the front of my mind because having income gives me the not only the ability to give my family the financial freedom they deserve, but to make a difference in the world and to, to make change. Money is a vehicle for that. So if I wanted to make any sort of impact on the world, if I wanted to be any kind of a leader, if I wanted to share my ideas, uh, if I wanted to get into this online space, I had to just keep that leadership role first with my values behind it. And so as soon as I made that realization that I needed to be a different person to make that happen, That's when I started to lean into the fear I was feeling. 
And at the time when I first started out, I was afraid. I was afraid of not being good enough. I was afraid no one would take me seriously because I was coming from the local business world and my TPT store, you know, wasn't my thing. And yet I was going to be teaching TPT sellers how to market their business. I was afraid of going live on Instagram. I was afraid, afraid of putting all this time in and failing. I was afraid of saying something someone else had already said for being who I needed to be to run this business. I had to continue on even if I was scared. I had to do it with the fear by my side. I had to go live even though I was terrified. I had to show up even though I was afraid that maybe it had all been done before. And it was when I realized that the money would flow into my business when I took charge of it, when I started asking the right questions and stopped asking the what if questions. Instead of asking, what if I fail at this? I asked, what can I do to make this successful today? Instead of asking, what if no one joins my membership? What if no one takes me seriously? I asked, how can I find the right people who need my membership? Mindset as woo as it can be and as woo as it can feel truly is everything. So as you are mapping out the different layers of your business, remember nothing in your business will work until you step into the role as the boss of your business. Until you start looking at your business as a place where money flows in and money flows out all under your control. The energy you put into your business is truly the energy that will come out of it. And I did put a lot of energy in and I still do. So back to that money goal I had in April 2019, the goal to free up some money for our family to be able to do things like go on vacation, uh, buy things we didn't need at Target, just what felt like a very small goal, start a college savings account. In the year, I met those goals. I exceeded those goals. And I am very proud of that. So I say this with pride and with um, with joy that I can help you get there too, that we can walk this journey together. I say that um, without getting into exact financial figures, I'm not going to be one of those people that sits here and says you're going to make X amount of money. I will tell you that I crossed the item off my vision board that I wanted, as you know. I... I have the baby, of course, um, but also I am able, we are going on vacation, we are buying a home. It doesn't feel like we are limited to the paycheck anymore. It feels like the amount of work I put into something is the return I'm going to get. Not I'm going to spend this many hours and I'm still going to get that same amount. So I say that because I want to walk this journey with you and I want to help you cross those items off your vision board and I want to help you step into that role of being who you need to be to be a leader and to own a business. And um, I plan to cross more items off my vision board soon. I have grown more this year personally and professionally than I could have ever imagined. I've met some of my best friends. Um I'm helping teachers impact classrooms, which is so cool and means more than the money ever could. And helping other teachers follow their life mission definitely means more than the income. But the business and the income has also allowed me to do something I've always wanted to do, which was to stay home with my kids when they were little. So I 
we'll be staying home with the baby this year. And that is all thanks to all of you and to my business. Um, I made that decision just very recently. The business, this business has not only afforded me, um, well, now I'm going to cry. Um, this business has not only afforded me, uh, okay, guys, I'm crying. Jeez, second episode, second season. Um, it has not only afforded me this ability to feel like I contribute to my family finances, but it's afforded me extra time to be just mom. And I love teaching. Teaching has my heart, but I am blessed and grateful to have this time. So whatever you want out of your business, I hope this episode teaches you that you can do this and you can walk with fear alongside you and you can be who you need to be to get the income you deserve, to impact classrooms, um, that you have control over the success of your business. And when you realize that, that's when the floodgates open and that's when it really takes off. And I am so glad to be here on this journey with you and to help you follow your mission and to make change in the world, to lead, to share your ideas. And I thank you for being here. So welcome to season two. Let's kick it off. No more crying. Let's kick it off with some more how-tos, some interviews, and of course, uh, giveaways all this week. So this is the second episode being released for season two. We are doing giveaways all week long over in our Facebook group, Teacher Hustle Podcast, also on my Instagram, Teacher by Naptime. All you have to do is answer a trivia question to be entered to win. You can also enter to win our grand prize on Friday, which is a set of AirPods. To do that, you need to leave a review, take a screenshot of that, send it to me, Teacher by Naptime on Instagram, or just share a screenshot of yourself listening to this podcast out on your Insta stories or on Instagram Reels and tag me and I will enter you to win those AirPods. So thank you for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. I love hearing from you. So if you loved this episode, please consider leaving a review. You can also join our Facebook group, Teacher Hustle Podcast, to chat about all things business, mindset, and marketing. I also love to chat in the Instagram DMs, so send me a DM or tag me in your post. My name is Teacher by Naptime over there. I'll see you in the next episode.